0: Are you ready to jump into some true crime docs, crime thrillers, and more? Check out our website for an extensive list of our favorite movies and shows at thesirenspodcast.com slash what we watch, and find our favorite true crime and thriller books and authors, some covered on the show, at the sirenspodcast.com/slash author alley. You can even find special deals for Amazon Music, Audible, Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus, Showtime, and even Grubhub. If you're looking to jump in immediately, check out our pinned Facebook post for some streaming service free trials on us.
1: You're listening to Sirens, a true crime podcast. Brought to you by the Sirens Network. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast.
0: Uh, Pam Trusty, December 2013. Oh, no, Pam. Pam was the Pamela, no. uh, survivor, one of the five. Um, she, we've said
2: that like every time, by the way. And they're like, "Oh, Nancy, yeah. we're like, oh, Nance. <laughs> like we've done it every time. Pam, what happened to you, Pam? I don't
0: know. So, Dunch, to him, this was a success. She was one of the five successful air quotes successful surgeries he asked her to come back in after her surgery told her that he was selected as dallas's number one neurosurgeon Trusty was asked to come in and do an infomercial on her successful surgery she thought that she would be doing a video about the award not an infomercial so he straight up lied to her. She ended up being on an infomercial after he persuaded her to do it, didn't even talk about her actual surgery. Just said, "Oh, my surgery was such, such a success and I couldn't have made it without Dr. Dunch and all this bullshit." And and that infomercial is actually what had made another patient down the road come in and choose
3: Dr. Dunch. Yeah. He's, he's and a smart it's
4: not this man.
3: And he knows. No, it's, it's not. not. No. no, not at all. No, no. no, no that's not, not what I was saying. She he's does. Not
2: a predator. She feels guilty about it. Yeah. She but She should shouldn't. not feel guilty it, it about it. She was fucking no, dude. It wasn't her fault. He goal. is a predator.
0: Yes, absolutely. He, he is, is hunting. He persuades. He put out bait. He needed more. Yeah. He's got a silver tongue.
3: Holy like, These shit. These people
0: exist. Just as quick as he can get them. So then, April 2013, Philip Mayfield, a professional truck driver for nearly 20 years, he had chronic back pain. Uh, while he was under, Dunch damaged his spinal cord. He actually drilled into it, leaving him partially paralyzed from the neck down. We hadn't done that yet.
2: Hadn't done that yet?
3: Nope.
0: Um, After undergoing uh, physical rehabilitation, Mayfield was able to eventually walk with a cane or a walker for the rest of his life, but he continued to experience paralysis on the right side of his body and in his left arm, just periodically. He also reported shooting pain through his body, and he was taken eventually to a different hospital, received a new doctor, but the spinal cord had already been so damaged that it was irreversible.
3: Shit. Can you imagine, like, you're holding your kid in your arms like, oh, oh, God. Jeez.
0: Also, I wanted to say both Jerry and Philip Mayfield passed away. I think we said Jerry passed away, but Philip yeah. Mayfield died of COVID 19 in February 2021. Oh. His wife oh, is Phil. adamant it was because he was immunocompromised by all of the Oh,
3: yeah. I would 100% actually, believe
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. That classifies yeah. as immunocompromising. Yeah. That
3: poor woman.
0: Oh. I know. So, COVID. Jeff Glidewell, uh, June 2013, he's the one that saw the infomercial and came in. He had been hoping to relieve his back pain. He'd been suffered, uh, suffering from a motorcycle accident he had in, in 2004. He reluctantly went ahead with the procedure after reassurances from Dr. Dunch and his wife. And while in there, Dunch severely maimed him after mistaking part of his neck muscle. For a tumor during a routine cervical fusion, he severed one of his vocal cords, cutting a quarter size hole in his esophagus and slicing an artery. Dunch then stuffed a surgical sponge in to stop the bleeding and closed with it still in there. The sponge obviously triggered a severe infection caused him to become septic and then another doctor had to go in and, and pull it out of there because Dunch refused to help remove the spot.
4: He
3: refused to go back in. It's well, insane that they it. can refuse these things, but they can. I mean, you well, can't Well, at this point, them...
1: I just at, at this point, I just hate all hospitals. Now. Yeah, we, I mean, works you should so always be real, cautious.
3: You, you should doing? always be cautious.
0: But isn't that part of like a narcissistic brain? Like, no, I didn't do anything oh, yeah, wrong, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to fix it. Yeah. There's nothing to fix. Like, stupid. Mm-hmm. That's it's so dumb.
2: It's like a denial of responsibility almost.
0: It's a denial of reality. Yeah. Well,
2: no, you know what? That's all. It's all secondary symptom. He doesn't care. Yeah, he is yeah. written away from that.
3: So he doesn't care, but he doesn't want other doctors telling him that he must up. Exactly. Stop, you yeah. Know? yeah. So exactly. it's like it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't have to make sense. So he
0: actually woke up paralyzed in his left side. He was um, left with only one vocal cord. He couldn't talk for a long time. He was labeled as a no-contact patient while he was in the hospital.
2: Don't touch was, him, don't talk to him? Yes,
0: because he was so bad. Um, because they were afraid that if they they made him talk in any way, it would it would mess up that vocal wow. cord. Um, I didn't know
3: they did that. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, well how did they do to keep you from...
2: Well, they just leave you alone in that room, and you yeah. usually are under a pretty heavy sedation. Okay, oh, that's yeah. what I was saying. to Just, ask. They just leave he, you in the sleep.
0: he said he couldn't feel his feet. He couldn't move his left arm. He couldn't talk. Um, he was in more pain than he had ever been in in his life. And Dunch told his wife. That they had to abort the surgery, like in the middle of the surgery, because he had discovered a tumor, a cancerous tumor. He thought it was cancerous, and um, basically doing the rest of the surgery was pointless if he needed treatment for it. So, he removed the tumor. Not his job. And sent it off to get a biopsy. Not your job. Uh, It wasn't tumor. It was not a tumor. It was just muscle.
1: Did it get sent off?
0: It did get sent off. Oh, my.
1: <laughs> so, they, you can just hand people send that off to get a test yes, as a tumor. That's
3: a finger, doctor.
1: Do you know that's yeah. a hot dog. <laughs> well, well, that is a he's ballpark the Frank. <laughs> he's the doctor. I yeah, guess I better do it.
0: It did get sent off, and it was not cancerous. So.
1: Like, I assume that tumors look pretty different than, like, the stuff that's supposed to be in your body, they absolutely yeah. do. So, yeah. like, if he just cut out some muscle, like, hey, this he might sh- be a tumor. He you would, should
3: be
0: able. to. Are they not in clear? Maybe he tubs? just
1: wanted to
3: see if the idiots would fucking send it off. Is Dude, it like, the guy was crazy. <laughs> Stop asking why. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking <laughs> about him
1: at this point. I'm not. I'm talking about like <laughs> the lab tech Dude, that took the sample. Is it not? Why a did clear he look thing? down at it and go? <laughs> is it like it's completely like sealed? Was, he probably
0: and, did. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is a, this is a neurosurgeon giving orders.
3: Maybe he thought he just cut really wide around it, and it was just like a little guy in the middle. And you you know,
1: there was another group of people that were just following (laughs) orders. Mm -hmm. He has got you there.
3: I mean, I'm not
0: arguing.
1: Another group
2: of people. I'm not just just (laughs) just following orders. Following orders that did not go well historically. (laughs) If you think about it.
1: Well. And I mean, I'm I'm also not in that situation. I don't know, but you would think that like. Word would spread around that hospital, like, "Hey, just don't do what this guy this tells you
0: this one." It did. Did it? Uh, yes, because you had Brown, and then you had Eford, and then you've got Glidewell, and all of these are within that. And within week.
2: A, uh, uh, Ether and Brown, those are day apart.
0: Brown right? and Eford were. Yeah, but they, were, day I day thought
2: they were. I thought those were the, 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 the bigger, bigger
1: hospital. Yeah, it was. And Then he's moved to it, the smaller hospital. It was.
0: Hospital. Yeah, but I was at the little after Henderson did the salvage surgery, there's stuff going down.
2: They're well. I mean, they're onto him. <laughs>
0: well, yes, and here's the thing. This one, Doctor Kirby came in and had to refit, had to do a salvage, resalvage on it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and to repair the damage. And he later described what he found after opening Glidewell back up as the work of a, quote, crazed maniac. Kirby said, quote, he was septic. He had a, bla- a bad blood borne infection. Pus was actually pouring out of his neck along with saliva. Ugh.
3: Yeah. Dr. Oh, Dunch
0: left ugh. the sponge in because if he pulled the sponge out, Mr. Glidewell would have exsanguinated eat of blood to death. But you know, that's not any long-term solution. That sponge has got to be removed, so you have to take care of what you injured. End quote.
5: Good God.
0: So now you have Henderson and Kirby. And you have Hoyle, who, these three doctors who are on to him now, because he's jumped to these different places, and at least one good doctor at each place has been like, hold on a second.
3: (laughs) Which is um... Another uh, description, I guess, a sociopath. Yeah, they can't keep jobs very long. Yeah, they kind of have to jump from job to job because people eventually figure them out. Yeah, yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. So he, Kirby, later told Glidewell that it was clear that Dunch had tried to kill him. He just straight up was like, "How is this not like attempted murder?
2: Seriously, to leave that sponge in there like that is gross negligence. Yeah, and if it, even if you want to make an argument that it wasn't." They told him to go back and get it, and he said, no. Yeah! Yeah. That is gross. I mean, that is, that's Mm -hmm. just malpractice. That's abuse. It's negligence. You're a piece of shit.
0: So, Kirby also claimed that it looked like as if Dunch had tried to, tried to, decapitate Glidewell, and contended that such a botched surgery, quote, has not happened in the United States of America before. In his career, he's never seen one so bad. Jesus. So, Glidewell was reportedly still suffering the ill effects of the operation years later. he, This poor guy has, in his lifetime, undergone 50 corrective procedures.
2: Damn. Yeah. Five zero. It's like he wanted mm-hmm. to make
3: sure, again, that, that, yeah. that you, know, you couldn't fix this. Maybe he hoped he died so he wouldn't have to deal with the repercussions, you know?
2: He had to have. That's, I mean, we were talking about that earlier, how you yeah. were like, okay, well, he's just, he's ending them.
3: Yeah.
0: Because mm-hmm. he failed,
2: and he can't let anyone yeah. know that he mm-hmm. failed.
0: So, Jeff did eventually regain the use of his left side after a bunch of other surgeries, but this one did prove to be Dunch's last surgery.
2: Thank fuck right. God uh, for that. Yeah.
0: University General pushed him out. Soon afterward, Glidewell did make a complaint with the medical board. So, that's the second patient that's made a complaint. Um, But they told him that he needed a police report in order to make a complaint with the medical board. When he went to make a police report, the police told him that was a civil matter that needed to be settled in civil court. Not a criminal thing. And so Gladwell was like, what are you supposed to do? Like, these people are telling me that I need this, and these people
3: telling me they can't do anything. That's and when you get a lawyer. Is that yeah. true and you that have, legal, yeah legal people? Is it yeah, so? unfortunately. Well, I guess it, it depends on a lot of factors. It does, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, the, the biggest thing about trying a case like this uh, in criminal court is intent. Yeah. Number one. Oh,
2: did he mean to harm? Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. Which he, they it, that's going to be shaky because I mean, you're on the table because he meant to repair.
0: You could, well, yeah, and you could always chalk it up to negligence, but also you have to have, because cases like this have to go in front of a jury and that jury is full of lay people. And you have to somehow explain all this medical jargon and how badly it was botched enable for that entire jury to say, yes, we understand 100% fully what happened and we can make a decision as it, as to whether he did it on purpose, didn't do it, negligence, what what was it? Incompetence, whatever. Now, yeah. so have,
2: and I, not I, just I'm...
3: that you have to think about everybody else that was in the room and they're like, oh, well, why weren't these other people? Well, that's interesting, yeah. you know?
2: Well, I, I mean, okay, but... So, you're entitled to a trial by a jury of your peers. That's what I'm
0: saying, but but technically, the technical term is just a American citizen.
2: Okay, so that seems dumb. It was. is. I well, know. It, it this is. would have been an open and shut case if there were 12 that's, doctors yes, in that's the jury. Yes, that's what bars. I was saying. That
0: Put 12 doctors on the jury and see what happens. It
1: would be an open and shut case regardless. It's not that hard, like... People aren't completely stupid. I mean, y'all have explained this to me and I get it. Yeah, but he easily. can only sue and for I'm, his
3: surgery. They're not gonna sit there and talk. I don't think they allow But even
1: just his surgery. Like you that's what the you do the in surgeries. a trial is you have experts come up that yeah. s- explain and be like there's no way that he that that he should be practicing medicine like this the, I is don't insane. know. They'd
3: subpoena a bunch of and doctors he, that wouldn't want to be there I don't yeah. know what way it would go. Well, uh,
1: those I don't know. Three might. Well, and you
0: also have to think about the police. I mean, this seems complicated. So maybe they don't know what they need or what they're looking for. Like, sometimes people, when they should say, I don't know, let me refer you to someone or let me find it out. They just don't. So, in this case, they just didn't. But that's okay. Because... um, After Glidewell's salvage surgery, he performed Dr. Randall Kirby, wrote a detailed complaint to the medical board.
2: Kirby! Yeah.
0: He called Dunch a sociopath who was a clear and present danger to the citizens of Texas. Whoa. He said, quote, in my opinion, we had a serial killer in our medical community, end
2: quote. I mean, is he wrong? No. No. I don't think he is. is He's not wrong. No.
0: Well, I mean, okay, so technically, a serial killer is three or more thought out. We all know that. Um, And he only killed two of his patients. But, again, intent. Did he intend to do this? Because if he did, that's 30-something attempted murders.
2: I wonder if he didn't have a team of staff in the room. If surgery were soloably performed, you know, if he, like could- oh, they would have died. He would of everyone. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the yeah, uh, for blood sure. There's no doubt on every
1: single one of them, and he ignored it. Yeah, so, I So yeah. they, they all would have died. Yeah, um, they would have
2: yeah. died.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: If, if they hadn't gone back in and fixed some of them, like the guy with the sponge, he would have died. So.
0: So, under heavy lobbying from Henderson and Kirby, who have both now written the shouldn't have
3: to be heavy lobbying,
0: yeah, though, yeah. yeah.
2: under the p- polite request of <laughs> one dude,
0: yeah, um, these <laughs> for two a doctors worded letter. made who both made complaints to the Texas Medical Board. Uh, they actually did suspend Dunch's license Woo! on June twenty sixth, twenty thirteen. Uh. They didn't revoke it. They suspended it pending investigation. They should
2: have okay. took it out of well, his wallet you and you gotta made investigate. Eat
1: it. cut it. I get yeah. that they got to investigate. But, it, all right, fine, whatever. At the very least, it's not, eh, why don't you just move on down the road and we yeah, like it was the other three or yeah, or
0: only do minimally invasive. Yeah, oh well. my
1: god, we're gonna let <laughs> you cut just a little bit, <laughs>
3: just a little. bit. I definitely blame Baylor. So big time,
1: dude. Big seriously, time. They Baylor
2: is the culprit here. They are such They're a exactly well-known as great culpable person. as he is. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with that hundred percent.
3: But then who do you, uh, the medical director? I'm not gonna touch that guy.
0: So up to this point, he has had 38 patients. Thirty-three of them were seriously injured, including two deaths and one quadriplegic.
3: I
2: one of which was his best friend, his best friend in yeah. yeah. the world. Yeah. So that, I mean, good
1: God, man! I mean, like it'd be like you operating on me, <laughs> you know? And then with no knowledge of yeah. medicine mm-hmm. whatsoever,
2: and you just trusted me to do it, and then I murder. And I wake you up and I'm a head in a jar because you know? I always wanted to murder you. Yeah. That's so insane. So
0: I want to talk about a psychopath versus a sociopath.
3: Oh, it's you. Em. And can you be both at the same time? No. Although, although they're both, they're in the DSM. They're both an antisocial personality disorder. So they have, they both have like, they can have similar traits, but um, like, like sociopaths can. Uh, every sociopath is probably narcissistic, but not every narcissist is a sociopath.
0: So are psychopaths not narcissistic as well?
3: Um, I suppose they can be, but not all of them are. But
0: most of them are I'd say the
3: biggest difference is like violence oh. and anger. Um, sociopaths also don't think long term. You know, just kind of all, they like
0: need to fill the they need, need right to, now. Yeah,
3: just like you know, he wouldn't, he would, didn't want to keep getting fired, but he couldn't stop messing up his surgeries. You know, but he couldn't help it
0: because so every time he got in there, he needed to poke and prod. He needs to do it.
2: That's the compulsion. That's what makes me wonder, like, what what differentiates him into sociopathy versus psychopath.
0: So I have some, I have some things right here. Um, I'm gonna read. You tell me if it sounds familiar. Of a. a sociopath. Uh, habitual liar okay yeah manipulative mm-hmm. easily bored in constant need of stimulation, shows no remorse, rationalizes wrongdoing says people deserve it. Shallow emotions, lack of empathy um, exploits the goodwill of others, especially financially, sexually promiscuous, impulsive. Uh, self of self-absorbed and egocentric behaves reckless recklessly accepts no responsibility for actions has behavior problems as a child lacks inhibitions has no long-term goals has many short-term relationships no respect for authority including the law thinks they're never wrong maybe highly intelligent but has no conscience so what part of that like that's a sociopath if we went down the psychopath alley what would we be missing for him. Because that, that sums him up, I think. Yeah, I feel like. I, was, I thought you
2: were going to ask which one of these are him, and I was going to go, <laughs> all of them. <this>, all <laughs> of them. Yeah.
3: All him.
1: Well, he did have that one blow up, though, when with Tex, right? On the phone? Yeah. No, so, he, he well, yelled at him in he, person. Yeah,
3: he just cussed him.
0: He cussed he, him out he when he asked him about out. the,
1: the yeah. guy that died. Oh, I thought he called him or something.
0: No, no. So Tex called mm. him. Yeah, he called him oh, and, he called him on the phone and right. asked him about it. Um, but he wasn't like explosive about it. He was like, he was just like, you shouldn't be second guessing me because I'm your doctor and I'm the best there is and, oh, and just stuff okay. like that. Like like trying somehow to reassure him, but in a...
2: Well, you can't get him off the line. He's got him hooked. Yeah. yeah. can't let him off. He's got to reel him all the way in.
0: Yeah. And so I guess by the end of that conversation, he had reinstilled confidence in himself somehow. But yeah, there there's was never... Yes, that silver tongue charm, but there's never been any incidents of, like, explosive
1: anger or anything
0: like that. that
2: The letter, the email, the email.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, because I missed something. Hold on. I meant to tell you guys this, and I forgot.
1: Shit just got real.
0: Shit just got real Mm -hmm. that morning after he came in, and he fought with the... Uh, staff about going to check on Brown, right? And Brown later passed away. So while he was in surgery on uh, Mary Eford, um, he was just like out of nowhere suggested that they should do brain surgery on Brown. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said that it would relieve the pressure and that it would save her life.
1: If we take her brain out, <laughs> then what she, He was in yeah. the middle of surgery. No he was in the
0: problem. middle of surgery. And he was like, oh my gosh, you know what we should do? Brain surgery. That's what would fix what it. What the fuck? Yeah, so...
1: <laughs> so it's like, okay. man, you know what would be really cool right now, guys?
2: <laughs> brain With surgery. Brain surgery. <laughs> I just... He's a such sandwich? a dude in there under the knife. I mean, you just don't see that. I don't do any of my procedures. Man, I zone out. I, get in the, I I don't talk. I don't look at anything but exactly what I'm doing. I'm very focused. That's why I get it when they say you're not allowed to talk to him while he's performing. Yeah. Because that's where I'm at. I need to do this perfectly. Oh, yeah. If so I was a
1: patient. Don't I, look at me. No one talked to this guy.
2: So I get that, but I, it, he's such a dude under the knife. He's like, hey. Yeah. Mm, watch so, this and like post You know. <laughs> uh, you
3: know, like, he's
2: fucking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that old Travelocity <laughs> commercial. Yeah. You remember that where he's like, I gotta do this right now. I gotta look for flights and (laughs) hotels. He's just stabbing those things. Like, that's satirical, but that's what's happening to these people. So
0: so Dallas Medical during during this surgery, he was at Dallas Medical, he was operating on Eford. Dallas Medical in no way had the proper equipment or personnel for such an operation. This was supposed to be like an outpatient type place. Mm-hmm.
2: Translation, 12 people <laughs> went, what? No. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's
0: exactly what happened. They were like, we can't do that here. And that nurse, that same nurse that we listened to earlier, um, he actually told him, yeah, we don't do that here. And and he's not even, the, Dunge isn't even qualified to do that type of surgery.
3: But he was just like, plate he, he told escalated. him he told
0: this nurse to leave the surgery he was currently in and go prep an or for brown so that he could do brain surgery
1: oh my god
3: can you imagine what he had done what he would have done if they let him in there just the nurse, brain i
0: know and the nurse kept telling him like we don't do that here and i'm not doing that and dunch actually said at one point i'm a doctor and you're the nurse so you're gonna do what i tell you he told him that if he wasn't gonna go prep an OR for him, he needed to go get his boss, like the head nurse. And yeah, I'll and t- so a head
2: nurse would have. I mean, if he knows that at his level, the head nurse is yes. some fifty-five-year-old lady that's been she's seen things you can't imagine. She will bite the soft parts of his face. Well, <laughs> here's I, I the deal: wish she would have went and got him.
0: Uh he did leave. Oh
2: did he go get his nurse boss? Oh my god, did she he, fist fight him? He
0: was on the way to get the head nurse when he ran into the medical director.
2: Ooh, bum 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 yeah. bum. Bu- bu- don't just So
0: fucked. he told the medical director what was going on. Like he's not focusing on this surgery at all. He keeps telling me to prep an OR so that he can do brain surgery on, on Brown. He will not take no for an answer. You're gonna, he'd just rather hear from somebody up the ladder, so you're gonna have to go tell him. This is the only explosive incident that I have found. So the medical director goes in uh, to the prep room where you scrub and stuff, and he's telling him in his surgery, like, we don't do that here. I don't know where you got the idea that we could do that here. Uh, And if you, if you think that she needs that, then you need to transfer her care to a different facility that does do that with someone who's qualified to do that. And Dunch ended up yelling and screaming at him, saying, this is uh, my patient. I'm not going to give her over. This is what I'm going to do. At one point, he told him to get the fuck out of his O.R.,
2: Hmm. Fun working with you, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. The and the medical director's like, uh, it's my fucking OR. I <laughs> First what of all, you're talking uh, uh, about.
2: that's my name on the plaque outside. Yeah. So you so, can scrub out and get the fuck out of yeah, my exactly. hospital. <laughs> he but,
0: basically told him, like, shut him down, and was like, You're not doing it. That's not happening. You can transfer her out of your care, or I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's if you think that's what she needs, transfer her out because you're not doing it. And then he just left. So they were, like, yelling and screaming at each other
1: during a freaking surgery. But he had patients after that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Right, he had one more and surgery. That's the
2: problem, Bill. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. They want to lose that nerve surgery. There
0: but. were several other doctors who said that um, it was possible that she could have used a brain surgery, that that might have saved her life, uh, but she needed to be transferred out, like, Immediately, and he absolutely refused to transfer care.
2: But the life did not need saving if he had done his job correctly that's, the yes. first time. That, yeah, that's yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. I don't it. think he
3: cared if the life.
2: was If you it. want to reverse the damage I did, you'll get. Like, yeah. Wait, what?
0: But no, I am <laughs> so, surprised
3: he had a violent outburst.
0: Yeah, and this is one of the only quotes that I have from Dunch himself. It came came from the police interview when they did they brought him in for the interrogation. Um, he said, quote, I told them if you transfer her, she will have brain death and then she'll die. And they transferred her and she died. If they had let me take care of it right then, she would have lived
3: 100%. In the ground. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you don't know what the fuck you're doing, dude. Brown,
0: Brown was yeah. actually left in a coma for hours and suffered a massive stroke before Dunch finally agreed to transfer her. And then by that time, there's no point... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was already brain dead by the time that he transferred her out of her care, out of his care.
2: Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. But I'm glad he you brought that her. up
0: because I I forgot that I skipped that part earlier. Um, but yeah, that was his like one big outburst. So that's hmm. pretty. Yeah, just one time.
1: Now just even if,
3: even a even a psychopath would have been able, I think, to pretend to care more than he does. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, would the the time of the violent outburst affect kind of an either-or on that scenario? Like, where, he he was in the middle of doing his thing and someone interrupted him? Yeah, that's what I think. I think think he's just
3: being confronted with, yeah, and also since they have a problem with authority, the guy's over him and he's telling him he's wrong. Of course, he's just gonna... I think he just didn't know what to do. Mm. So, um, sociopaths
0: just lack empathy.
3: Yeah, and they have a hard time pretending to have it either well on the other hand psychopaths can can pretend a little better but do but do psychopaths
0: they, even understand what they're trying to portray
2: or is it literally just mirror mimic? yeah
0: hmm that's the big question interesting because um, I I've heard that like sociopaths know what they're supposed to do they just can't feel that. And then psychopaths have no idea what, what it means to, like, what is sadness? I don't know. That's why I kill people, to get a rise or whatever, you know? To like, feel something. Yeah, to feel something, because they don't know what they're supposed to be feeling. They don't feel anything, ever.
3: I think they know what they're supposed to be feeling because they can pretend to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they have an idea. we okay. Later. Wait, wait, I have one question. When he got arrested, was he wearing those scrubs? <laughs> oh, I
2: don't know. I, I got to know. Hold on, no, this is no, no. my favorite like... <laughs> part. <laughs> this is my favorite part. The reason that he got arrested. So, uh,
0: don't skip ahead.
2: Oh, it's my don't skip favorite ahead. Part uh, uh, you.
0: I need it. I need burp, a timeline. Burp, burp. Don't skip ahead.
2: It literally shows just how far down yeah. he got hey, knocked, got... but that he's completely still disassociated mm. with what's happening. Yeah, oh, isn't God, it so, weird? It's so great. It's so great. Alright, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to say So,
0: the lead investigator on the case revealed that she wanted Dunch's license suspended while the 10-month probe was underway so that he couldn't take on new patients and warrant, they could warn other hospitals. And um, the board attorneys were not willing to go along with this. Oh, my God. So, board chairman Erwin Zetzler later said that complications in nerve surgery were more common than most laymen believe. Oh my
2: God, not in those basic spinal no, surgeries. Not in a basic no. spinal fusion.
0: And right. it took until June 2013 to find the pattern and patient injury required to justify suspending his license. So they just didn't go along with it. He added that many board members found it hard to believe that a trained surgeon could be incompetent as Dutch, Dutch appeared, obviously. The board called in a veteran neurosurgeon to be like, okay, you've done a million of these. Tell me if it is really that common to mess this up so bad or like, what's the deal here?
2: Do you often cut a (laughs) dime-sized hole out of your patient's esophaguses?
0: So they brought in Martin Lazar to review the case. And Lazar was really critical of Dunch's work. For example... He unbraided him for missing the signs of the patient simply bleeding out. He said, you can't not know that and be a neurosurgeon. You can't not know that the blood pressure going down means there's bleeding out and be a neurosurgeon is what he means. So after that review, he was really harsh about it. The Texas Medical Board actually did revoke. Dunch's license Ooh, on, gone. on December 6th,
2: 2013. Fuck so, him. took it out of his wallet, beat him up in the parking lot. Good. Done. Spit in his face. Cut <laughs> <Had it> him with <laughs> it. They didn't do any of that, but I wish they did. Yeah.
0: The, and this is the Texas Medical Board revoked his license. He could still go to like
2: California a, or yeah, wherever, wherever and,
0: and get another wow. medical license. Could
2: right. jump across the border to okay, maybe. If man. he wants to. Oh, my. Yeah. God.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: He'd be in Oklahoma City right now. Right now. <laughs> Cutting up. Waiting for everybody. you. Waiting. Waiting on Bill to get in the car. Waiting
0: on Bill. Waiting on Bill. Pass
2: on that surgery I was supposed to have. (laughs) Oh, Bill. Good call.
0: So what happened after he moved to Denver, Colorado, where his parents lived, and his girlfriend, no surprisingly, opted to stay in Dallas without him.
2: (laughs) Take your (laughs) shoot your shot. This is your chance. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. You just go. I I gotta go. Okay. Oh, man, go. You See go. you later. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to leave. Yeah. You just got to not leave.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, he went, he went into a downward spiral. He declared bankruptcy. Um, he had listed debts of over a million dollars. Yeah, he was arrested for DUI in Denver. He got 12 months probation and a small fine for that. He was later arrested for disorderly conduct while beating on the doors of a bank. He was just outside before they opened, <laughs> just beating on the door. Give me back my virus! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a neurotician!
2: Don't you know who I am! I'm Dr. Death! Yes, what? and because of that. was <laughs> about dollars Because
0: of that, he was actually taken in for a psychiatric evaluation. Oh, they really should have done that years ago. Yeah, yeah I was going to
2: say, that's, what, fucking 15 years too late?
0: Which he actually passed that psychiatric Of psych course val. he did. He's a doctor. He knows how. I he, mean, knows exactly he knows exactly how. how to pass it. So then he visited. He went down to visit visit his kids in Dallas, and he was. <laughs> this is the best part.
2: This they, is so great. God dear, this him, is so great.
0: They have him on video surveillance footage inside of a Walmart in Dallas with a cart, and he is just filling it up. He's got all kinds of junk food in there. He's got like bottles of wine. And oh, like um,
2: Hats and sunglasses. Hats, sunglasses, and pants. And
0: pants, pants. And He's got clothes and shit in there. And then he just walks out the door with it. <laughs> so they arrest him for
1: shoplifting. Oh, my God. Uh,
3: Yes! <laughs> he lost his goddamn mind. Oh, did
1: you yeah. try to murder somebody? Just go to a different state. You trying to steal? Uh-uh. From Walmart? Not here. From Walmart? No, no. I yes. don't think so, partner. Not in this country. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail now. <laughs> not in this country, you piece
4: of shit! You
2: piece of shit!
1: I hope I hope he was a fifty dollars worth of stuff. I don't you think want, so. <laughs> I
2: hope Doctor Death got taken down by, by loss protection. By yeah, yeah loss not not even yeah. an off-duty, cop. not even, like, a, cop, not even yeah. a regular <laughs> cop in his performance of PD. Yeah. Just an off-duty loss, <laughs> or just
3: outfit. the door greeter, like the old ass oh door my greeter, God, like a year ninety-four old. something
2: year old grandma, just like welcome to Walmart. Not Hey, nice, sonny. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Where the fuck do you think you're going? Hands on your head, bitch. <laughs> Tackles the shit out of him. <laughs> Get on <of> fucking ground.
3: You <laughs> think I will shoot
0: you? Oh man. I, 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 I wonder if you Gladys
2: a gun.
3: <laughs> Texas. If you, Texas did. If you walk into. <laughs>
2: Every Texas Walmart greeter is armed.
3: Armed to the
0: teeth. <laughs> I wonder if you walk into that Walmart, you know it. that big sign they have with all the shoplifters pictures on it? Oh, Do you think he's
2: on there? God. <laughs> you oh, he's I hope on there?
1: so. I
0: have never seen that. Oh, wait. Hold on.
2: <laughs> alright, this is kind of embarrassing Because I think those are missing persons
0: No, they're not
2: oh, God. No. I think they're, they're missing no persons <laughs> I think they're no. missing persons
1: Okay,
3: alright right. like,
2: dumbasses no.
1: and they're just <laughs> missing kids Just blends into shoplifters is that you, when you walk into Walmart and you're no, like, look, no look at all those damn shoplifters. No. Someone my eye ought to do out. something about them. No. them. Oh, I hope you see one of them and you're like, you piece of shit. And they're, <laughs> so, like, trying to autumn. escape their kidnappers. In
0: other Walmarts, I'm pretty sure that's what it's <laughs> Not for. Not today,
3: buddy. Is this yours?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in Ada, Oklahoma, I know for a fact that it was for shoplifters because I was on it. <laughs> you were on it? Yeah. What did yeah. you I
2: steal thought. from Walmart? I'm made of questions. I don't
0: even remember what I what stole What did you from? steal? Oh, I stole a walkie-talkie Set.
1: Almost. I
0: know. I'm really. I love exciting. it. I
3: love everything <laughs> I about it.
0: Super excited. Just think,
1: <laughs> I am in that same club with you. Really? <laughs> I stole a. <laughs> I'm surrounded a by fucking that criminals. To your stereo. That hey, went to the beat.
0: electronics. You can see where we we're going. What was embarrassing
1: is it cost twenty dollars, and when they know. arrested me, I had a twenty dollar bill in my pocket. <laughs> So embarrassing. Good job, oh, Bill. I know.
0: Man. I know, right? I'm I surround every day. <laughs> fucking criminals. That's amazing. That's amazing. Hey, we've and, all done stuff. And and they took me in, man. They took me down and fingerprinted me. And on the way down there, I was like, listen, because he wasn't going fast. I'm gonna he didn't pop have up the lights and on. A couple and I was of like, databases <laughs> to get there, you got to turn them on. I mean, if we're going, we're going. You know what I'm saying? Pop them on. And he did. He turned on. <laughs>
1: I want people to see me walking in I want to really embarrass
2: my yeah. mom and dad right now.
0: Yeah. So in Ada, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's what they're supposed to be for. But in Ada, it was for shoplifters. So God, I hope I hope that there's that a they, picture of him hanging up in there.
2: He gained a lot of weight towards the end, you guys. Like, yeah, he real did. Real bad. Yeah. Like it. It's rough. You cannot tell him apart. From I mean, you can't tell the difference so much. You can't recognize him. He that's how much weight he gained. He looks fucking terrible when they arrest him. He looks like he hasn't done coke in fucking three years. Oh, just yeah, he probably had just stay, yeah, he probably had to stay
3: sober.
0: God, he
2: looks so fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he doesn't have any money.
0: Yeah. Okay, so in March 2014, three former patients of his, uh, Mary Eford, Kenneth Fennell, and Lee Passmore, they all filed separate federal lawsuits against Baylor Plano alleging that the hospital allowed him to perform surgeries despite knowing that he was a dangerous physician.
2: They absolutely did. That is valid. And
0: then Texas Attorney General Greg Abbott filed a motion to intervene in the suits. He defended Baylor Plano, um, citing a Texas... Okay, so there's a cap in Texas on how much you can get from a medical malpractice suit. Of course there
3: is. Oh, Texas. Yeah, I don't know, because Texas is God, they fucking suck. Um, The cap
0: in Texas was for $250,000. So that's as much as they could get out of medical malpractice.
3: Practice suit. They probably owed more in medical yeah. bills, and
0: so. Um, well,
2: yeah. I mean, we just said the cheapest yeah. spinal surgery is eighty grand up to a million.
3: Yeah. They sh- Baylor should do all their re- reconstructive repair surgeries for free for the rest of their life, and I'm sure that's just not how
2: any it medical went. care that you ever need yeah. for the rest of your life. You just come in this building, we'll fix you. Yeah. They're making it somewhere else. You can, you can do you that can do for the, these the people. Two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. That'd be fine.
1: But then, like, all your medical stuff is free, no matter what it <laughs> yeah. is,
2: forever. Yeah. Forever. Forever.
1: yeah.
0: So they were kind of put off by it. Um, they did. They came together, and then uh, these two doctors, Kirby and Henderson, said, "That's bullshit." Anyway, they shouldn't be having to f- to file a civil suit because this is obviously a criminal case. So they themselves went down to the DA's office and like pushed them to try some sort of criminal case. Balls. Right, Baylor, but then, hold but on, then Baylor they, did. No, no the- Henderson and Kirby, these two oh, okay. doctors. okay, these two doctors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. The two doctors that did those... Gristos, I was going to get yeah.
2: even, madder. I thought fucking Baylor did no. that. Yeah, they're taking they won't they're losing get, money. They
3: won't get any money from a criminal case, though. They pushed him for a year. They only get money from well, civil you case.
1: can still you can do both, right? Yeah, you can do both. Yeah.
2: Right. Oh, okay, good. So,
3: and if you win a civil case, it's more likely you'll win the criminal
2: case. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Shit.
0: Yeah, you can do both for sure. You. That do guy both. already
2: said we were right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, exactly. He's right there. Just kill him. Um, <laughs>
0: So they pushed the DA for like a year um, until literally the statute of limitations on these potential charges were about to run out. Um, Part of the problem, obviously, was being able to prove that his actions were willful and that after interviewing the patients and survivors, the prosecutors concluded that his actions were indeed criminal. And nothing short of imprisonment would prevent him from practicing medicine again. Oh, I
2: cannot agree with that further. Yeah. I think that for a narcissist, God complex, sociopath like uh, Dunch, I think the worst thing you could do to him is hand him a mop for the rest of his life. I that's like give him a paint scraper and tell him I want Mm -hmm. all the gum out from under that lunch table every day. And he has to say yes, sir. And he's gotta say yes, sir. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he will definitely hate that. Oh, I hope that's what he's doing right. I hope he's fucking wrist deep in another dude's poop right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So um the ADA Michelle Sugart who led the prosecution of Dunch? later recalled that Henderson, Kirby, and Lazar reached out to her demanding to testify against him, which is kind of unheard of because usually doctors don't testify against other doctors.
5: He
2: did it, and I'm on tail.
0: Yeah, and they wanted to testify.
1: Well, when it's that bad, it makes them all look bad. Yeah. You know? Yes. yes. Baylor, yeah, Baylor, exactly.
0: would def-
3: Baylor would want it to be a criminal case because they'd want it to be on him and not on And them. not on them, exactly. So that's why, I, I hope that's not why they pushed for it, but I don't know.
2: Well, no, these doctors are independent. These are these these are the I ones. Thought those that, doctors were from Baylor. Well, they have privileges. There, uh, but they, they, one I mean.
0: doctor, they they were from different places. They eventually came Dallas Yeah, one was okay. from Dallas uh, Med. Well, technically, all of them just had um, what did I call them?
2: Statewide privileges.
0: Privileges. All of them just had privileges at these hospitals. Oh, okay. Um, so they they probably had privileges at all kinds of hospitals. They just you know floated around and probably knew each other, but.
2: When you're dope like that, they will use you everywhere. (laughs) They will use you anywhere that the surgery needs to be
3: done. So,
0: So in July 2015, almost a year and a half after his license was revoked, he was arrested in Dallas and charged with six felony counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. The scalpel. Five counts of aggravated assault uh, causing serious bodily injury and one count of injury to an elderly person, Eford. Eford. Um,
2: and one count of... shoplifting <laughs> from fucking Walmart. <laughs> for, put you away for life. Yeah. 400 bucks worth of shit, probably. You know? so, you're a millionaire two years ago. <laughs> you're, going, <laughs> you're going to jail for
1: 20 years, and you can no longer shop yeah. at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no. What was that thinking of, brother, where
2: art thou? Where he's like, we got thrown out the Bagley wing. <laughs> Was it just the one or just the whole thing? The, the, yeah, the Woolsworth or what? Thrown out Stay of the Woolsworth. <laughs> he didn't say Everett. Was it the one or all of them?
3: Oh God, she nerds. <laughs> so,
0: all of those charges didn't quite stick. Um, they ended up going with the the last charge for just Mary Eford, um, because. They felt like that one was the strongest case, and it held the um, biggest amount for sentencing. Mm. Because could, she was yeah, yeah. elderly. Elderly, yeah. So, they, the sentencing would range from, I want to say it was like three years probation to life imprisonment. Oh. And, and what they wanted to do was That's use spider. her-
2: well, it depends. On, I know. And yeah. it, it, it depends. That's yeah. Super it's a good with, one yeah. though. It's a good
0: one. It's for a good this. one. Yeah. Cuz yeah. now
2: this motherfucker could sit in a fucking yeah. room for the rest of his life. And mm-hmm.
0: and their plan was they're going to bring her case, but then in her case they'll bring the other patients in to testify um to show that he knew he was hurting patients before he got to her mm. and did her surgery anyway. So, indictments were made four months before the statute of limitations were to run out. Prosecutors sought the sentence and uh, for the same reason they opted to try dunch for Euford's maiming. Um, he was held in Dallas County Jail for almost two years until the case went to trial in 2017.
2: Good God, in county? I
3: didn't know in you could county. stay that long
2: in county good.
0: jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> was- he was actually so broke that he couldn't even afford his to buy uh, to get his own lawyer. He had to get a court-appointed lawyer. Oh,
2: no, yeah. don't <laughs> Yeah.
0: I
3: don't know that even a really good lawyer could help yeah. him that much.
0: In trial... They argued that he obviously should have known that he was likely to hurt others, Um, that mainly his failure to learn from his past mistakes demonstrated that his maiming of Eford was, in fact, intentional. Uh, Prosecutors also faulted Dunch's employers for not reporting him.
3: All right. They
0: argued that he was motivated to continue operating because the lucrative salary of a neurosurgeon would would solve his mounting financial problems and feed his drug habit. There it is. Um, Over objections from Dunch's lawyers, prosecutors called many of Dunch's other patients to the stand According to his lawyers, Dunch had not realized how poorly he had performed as a surgeon until he heard the prosecution experts tell the jury about his many blunders on the operating table. So he claims. Uh, The defense blamed their client's actions on his poor training.
2: Seventeen years yeah. of medical training.
0: But the only the one hundred surgeries. Unacceptable. Poor training hundred percent his fault. And the lack of oversight by the hospitals. So um
2: I can't get over that hundred thing. I can't I, know. I can't. It drives me nuts. A hundred surgeries in a fellowship. <laughs> so he should have had a hundred surgeries in two years. Yeah. I can't get over it. I can't. That's insane to me. That means that he spent two years in his apartment doing cocaine instead of being at his fellowship. There's no other explanation for that. Baylor is a massive medical facility. Tons of patients, tons of opportunities for someone who is a dedicated physician to complete everything. And not even that, you're talking about the state of Texas where anything that you could do could be signed off on by any number of preceptors. We have residents here that will go out of their residency and into fellowship and they'll go around with accredited preceptors in every hospital in the city. That's just this city. So you can't tell me that he didn't have the opportunity yeah, to go around true. and get them. He just didn't do it. That's so insane to me. And they were like, all right, you're a neurosurgeon. Sounds good.
3: Yeah, it's almost like if they make it so far, it's like, well, they've got to know what they're doing. I'm really sleepy. so
2: surely, Yeah, surely he <laughs> yeah. wouldn't wake me up for this like thousand <laughs> short. That's Someone yeah, forgot that's... to write
1: an extra zero at the end of this. I'll, just I'll do this, this for you. Oh, my God. It's just a zero. What's a zero? Doesn't mean anything, right? It means nothing. Yeah. Literally.
0: So, the DA countered that a 2011 email sent from him to his current girlfriend.
2: Oh, this thing.
0: Which was sent after his first surgery went wrong. Proved that Dunch knew his actions were intentional. Okay.
2: This email is insane, by the way.
0: This is called the Occam's Razor email.
2: Uh, Just for educational purposes, Occam's Razor is a medical term, which means that... Whatever it most likely could be, that's what it is. The simplest explanation is right. For example, if you hear hoofbeats, it's probably a horse, not a zebra. All
0: right, so I actually did obtain the entire full email from, Uh. from court. I have it right here in front of me.
2: You're not um, ready. This thing is a whole loaf of banana bread to, with extra walnuts. It's so nice. <laughs> to Kimberly
0: Morgan from Christopher Dunn. That's my name. Sunday, December eleventh, two thousand eleven. All right. <clears throat> yep, it's even notarized, y'all. Uh, exhibit number
2: seven. Wait, who notarized who it? His Did his he email? notarize his own email and it, print it out and take it to her?
1: Um, no, it's oh, evidence. Okay. Oh, Okay, right. notarized
2: that.
0: Yeah, I hope you read this and understand this and it grabs your heart in the right way. It would be impossible or at least a great deal of work to build this clinic without you. So also, I don't know if I mentioned this, um, but Kimberly Morgan, he was having an affair with and he was also uh, she was also the PA, I believe, in his clinic. So. Gross. Yeah. So uh, he says... But everything else either is replaceable with a badass professional admin-ass uh, assistant or necessarily avoidable, including several other things that do not need to be mentioned. My point is that outside of the clinic, primarily because of my heart, it is much easier to be without you than with you on the fence and all over the place with your feelings. It's even easier and, of course, better to to do the same with you deeply in love with me and rolling with me like my motherfucking soldier. Either get in, get out, or just run the clinic, and I will even let you off the hook on all of the above if you protect my heart. But if you can't do that, then you can't do anything other than run the clinic in relation to me. I just want to say, most of this sounds like ramblings of a madman. How much punctuation punctuation
2: was in that? Not a lot. Not a lot.
0: No, Okay, continuing. Not because I'm some terrible person with no heart, but because I'm a wonderful person with a sensitive and big heart, the size of Texas by the way, and most importantly your words are beautiful but have a tiny fraction of the significance of your actions toward me in so many ways, for so many reasons, with so many meanings and implications attached to each one of them.
2: There's no universe where this email <sighs> was typed by a sober person not on cocaine. Oh yeah, definitely on He's typed by a person on cocaine. And I bet Texas is like, actually, if you could leave us out of it, that would be great. <laughs> it's like reading Carrie. Don't don't bring us into this. <laughs> we don't need to be mentioned.
0: There's like, there's so much of it. Yeah, I, it's I massive. Uh, I thought I'm, you were going so, to no, read the whole thing. No, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's pages. an
2: hour. Yeah, oh, it's nuts.
0: Because there's pages yeah. and pages of it. Like, he just sat down on cocaine and just went to fucking
2: town. He typed until his... I um, went away.
0: However, oh I will upload this document onto the website. So if you want to see this, read it, whatever, um, you can get on the website the sirenspodcast.com slash case files and look under Dr. Dunch or Doctor Death.
2: And fun thing is that you can do a drinking game with this where every time you read a run-on sentence, you do a shot. <laughs> you <laughs> shot, will be
3: dead shot,
0: and
2: you shot, will shot, die shot, by shot. the end of this letter. And Dr. Yeah. death toll will go up. <laughs>
0: So he says, you, my child, are the only one between me and the other side. I'm ready to leave the love and kindness and goodness and patience that I mix with everything else that I am and become a stone-cold killer.
2: You know how you say dumb shit sometimes and they're like, oh, man, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to read that back later in court. (laughs) Well, check it out. Dunch, (laughs) you fucking dipshit.
0: I mean, yeah. The sad fact is that I would go faster, do better, and catch more respect and honor by fucking everyone in the brain, emotionally and mentally controlling them in a manner that borders on abuse, taking no prisoners, and sending everyone in my way, and especially that fuck with me, to hell for the simple fact that they thought they could, much less tried.
1: That's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah.
2: That is six red flags yeah. over Texas. Yeah. so is bananas.
0: <laughs> this is a really long email. It, it goes on for so, so, so long. Like, that little, like, that so little long.
2: excerpt is uh, telling.
0: I also want to let you guys listen to uh, Kimberly Morgan's testimony. There's seven minutes of it. Probably not going to listen to all of it. Um, but this is the same woman that he just sent that email to.
4: Is that the kind of bottle Dr. Dunch had of it had under his desk at Baylor, Plano?
5: In so long, it looks similar, but I can't be 100% sure. So
4: you're saying Dr. Dunch had a bottle that looked either identical or very similar to this under his desk at Baylor, Plano?
5: Dr. Dunch had a bottle that was clear and had a handle-type form. I don't know if they make any other type of handles. It was just something, I don't know any other form of this. Also.
4: Right, but it was there, under his desk, at Baylor Plano.
5: There was a bottle of vodka under his desk at Baylor Plano, yes sir.
4: Did you ever see uh, cocaine or white powder in the office at Baylor Plano?
5: We found Taiwan Parker and found a bag of white substance in the patient bathroom at Baylor Plano. Taiwan came to my office and said, there's a bag in the thing, please come look at it. We flushed it in the toilet, sir. We didn't, we pushed the whole thing down the toilet system. There's an email from Dr. Dunch. That's dated December the 11th, 2011. And it's to me.
4: He says, unfortunately, you cannot understand that I really am building an empire. And I am so far outside the box that the earth is small and the sun is bright. It says, anyone close to me thinks that I likely am something between God, Einstein, and the Antichrist. Do you know what he's talking about there? No, sir. Did you think he was somewhere between God, Einstein, and the Antichrist? No, sir. It says, what is the problem, Kim? It is simply that everyone else is human, and there is nothing I can do about it. So I pick and choose my humans and try to help them and show them. Give them patience and kindness and never harm anyone unless they even think of doing the same to someone I love. Did that make any sense to you either? Mm -hmm. He writes, you, my child, are the only one between me and the other side. I am ready to leave the love and kindness and goodness and patience that I mix with everything else that I am and become a cold-blooded killer. He begins a paragraph, one week and then everything unraveled. At first, I thought it was simply my world and that it was too much for you. Then it seemed that it was some, it was nothing more than boring to you. So then I thought it was my vodka bottle and neurostimulants, but I watched you closely, and besides concern for my healthy, you were chill and rolled with me on that. Do you know what that was all about?:
5: Dr. Dunchev, ADHD. And takes Ritalin.
4: You showed and made me believe and then took my motherfucker away. You took my girl away, and I won't forgive you for that for a long time. Do you have any idea what that's about? No, sir. Did you come to believe that Dr. Dunch had stole your Darvacet?
5: I came to believe that someone had taken my Darvacet, yes.
4: And did you come to believe that it was Dr. Dunch who had consumed your Darvacet?
5: I believed that after overhearing a conversation with the word Darvacet in it, that it could have been possible, yes.
4: Well, that was your conclusion. It was more than just possible. You concluded that he took your Darvacet and ate it, right?
5: I assume he ate it.
4: And you assumed he ate it because he was on the phone talking about a drug screen that he had undergone that was positive for DARVASET. I
5: don't, that's false. I don't know what was the toxicology result. I heard him say, I overheard him say the word Darvacet as the door shutting on me, and I went back to my office.
4: Okay. And who was on the phone with him?
5: A laboratory called from either Illinois or Indiana and needed to speak with him.
4: Okay, and so did that coincide with him doing some type of drug screen?
5: That would be after um, the last uh, drug screen, yes. About two, three, I'm not sure exactly how many days, two or three, maybe four days. But I don't know exactly how many days after. Now,
4: why did you connect his discussion of Darvacet with a drug screen laboratory with your Darvacet.
5: Because Darvacet's been off the market since 2007 or 8 I believe.
4: To your knowledge, was Dr. Dunch's practice suspended at Baylor Plano at any time?
5: Dr. Dunch's practice or privilege?
4: Privileges to perform surgery.
5: Dr. Dunch said that he got a call that he was not allowed to operate. So I can only tell you that he was not allowed to operate.
4: So if if one were to claim that Dr. Dunch's surgical privileges were never restricted or suspended while he was at Baylor Plano, you know that to be false? True.
5: I know Dr. Dunch said that he was not allowed to operate at Baylor Plano.
4: So what is Darvocet?
5: Oh my
3: God, Darvissin's It's insane. a painkiller, isn't it? it it's uh, Yeah, it's a pretty hard painkiller. I got it after um, I had a shoulder arthroscopy. And it was, yeah, like 2007, 2008. So it was about when they took it off the market. And um, I came home and Jackie was supposed to be watching me. And of course she like left. And I, I think I sat, sat on the bed and talked to her for about 30 minutes even though she wasn't there. And then I got up and I drove to the grocery store. I, like, I wasn't supposed to be dry. I had my hand, arm in a sling and I was, like, really messed up. So it caused, like, hallucinations and, like, it was all kinds of bad. I think mom threw the rest of them away and I went and got something else. So it's, like, not something that you would want to take and, like... And do surgery? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my
0: God.
2: said is a insane medication to take if it is not prescribed to you. Yeah. There are so many things that can go wrong. It alters you Jeez. in a lot of ways. De- you like, you know, like him said, you shouldn't even be driving. I have a pretty
3: high pain, to- like tolerance for pain meds and
2: cutting. it open a Human body on Darvocet. Jesus Christ! Could
3: you imagine? Well, I mean, that's not.
0: I mean, it's not just Darvocet. He has now been known to take cocaine and LSD. So, who knows how many times he oh, was... Oh, and Riddlin. Let's not forget about and that. And Yeah, right. Yeah, Somebody Ritalin. gave him Riddlin. Yeah. So, there's no telling what he was seeing when he was cutting.
2: Good God
0: almighty. Yeah. So, after 13 days of trial, the jury needed only four hours to convict him <laughs> for maiming
2: Eford. Two hours were at lunch. yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much on February 20th 2017 he was sentenced to life in prison on December 10th 2018 the Texas Court of Appeals affirmed his conviction because he had appealed confirmed his uh, conviction by a two to one split decision and on May 8th 2019 the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals refused Dunch's petition for discretionary review Four hospitals that employ Dunch have ongoing civil cases against them still to to
3: this day.
2: And that. They're
3: still fighting them.
2: That is how the paperwork is supposed to go. (laughs) You're going to prison. I would like to ask you to reconsider. Mm, Uh, No. (laughs) no. All right. Well, I'd ask someone to ask you to reconsider. Uh, Uh, No. (laughs) no. (laughs) You're going to prison for the rest of your life. Well,
0: here's the thing, though. He did not get. Uh, life with, um, without parole. Lame. He just got life, so he will actually be eligible for parole in twenty forty five. Unfortunately,
3: they could argue without his license, he can't hurt anyone else. Yeah, he but, can go but, to but he, he can. Can. absolutely small can. For oh,
0: yeah. sure. yeah.
1: If um, he can trick all those people, he can. Yeah, he's, print up yeah some for sure. He's a perpetual
0: liar. Yeah. The town. only plus side is that he'll be seventy four years old when he gets out. That's the only... Maybe he just won't have the energy. I don't know. There's so much you can do in your 70s.
1: We'll see. That was insanity.
3: (laughs) Final thoughts. The whole thing just makes me so um, cautious of the medical community. Like, if a surgeon's like, yeah, I can do this, I think I'll be like, yeah, second opinion. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, I'm glad
0: that you said that because a lot of people are thinking, well, what can we do? to prevent this from happening to us because other than that online board where you can go and look and see if there's any actions taken against the license and it might not be there because, you know, this whole thing. um,
3: Get a second opinion. Always get a second opinion. It's not rude.
0: And always ask as many questions of your doctor as you want. They should be able to answer your questions. The plastic
3: surgeon I have right now is a very young man. But he's very, very, um, I don't want to say egotistical. He's uh, confident, I guess. You know, he didn't answer a lot of my questions. He was just like, if I can fix that for you, don't worry. I'll have you looking great. You okay. know, and I laughed feeling like, oh, no. Yeah. And my, my one of my other specialists was like, you should go a second opinion. I never you even should. thought about it. And then yeah. I was like, oh, wait, it is my body that's about to be muted. You absolutely uh-huh. should a Yeah. yeah. So, and
2: another red flag to look out for is if you ask him, that you're or tell him that you're gonna get a second opinion and he cusses in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. All right, all right. we'll
3: see what he says. Well, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah I was thinking
2: about getting a second opinion. Fuck you. Yeah, like, I'll fight you, mom. Do you know who I, I am? am? No.
3: Do you know who my parents are?
0: We're <laughs> I no, don't know your parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dad owns a dealer.
0: Yeah, the best thing that they can do when you say, I'm, I think I might get a second opinion is say, Okay, well, I have someone great. Here's this person that I would recommend. Like these are several people, like my colleagues or whatever. You can always go to them. Like transparency is gonna be key.
3: I mean, if they tell you to go to their wife, they don't do it. But (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But yeah. yeah. And never forget, surgeons and doctors are just people. They're just people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the, the big ending question, the question that we began with Gross incompetence, or deranged
3: sociopath? Deranged sociopath. Can I get a yay? I think it's true that he is a deranged sociopath, (laughs)
2: but I think it's so much more. I think it is egomaniacal, sociopathic, chemical dependence. I think it's a beautiful combo.
0: I will say, so Uh as a a child, uh, his dad was a doctor. His dad uh, was a physical therapist, so apparently the doctor
3: thing. Were they close?
0: Um, not that... Not,
2: not near the end.
0: Uh, not from my understanding. They were never really close because he was kind of a troublemaker. Uh, but uh, but mom and dad were still together. They, they had a good relationship. He had a brother, I believe. And they had a good relationship with that son... And apparently according to Dunch, he was always in the shadow of his brother. I
3: was about to say it was his brother accomplished. Yeah,
0: his brother was accomplished and so I I don't know if he had any Yeah,
3: they can feel envy. Yeah. Which is where socipaths don't feel feelings, but envy they can fucking feel. Oh for all about that. For sure.
0: So I don't know if he had any sort of injuries, um, when he played sports, well, at all. I
3: feel like he definitely did. I mean, also if he wasn't like he was very, if he head. wasn't very good at football, then he was getting tackled left and right. Oh yeah, they were probably no, felt no like, oh, there you're he right, is. Yeah, no,
0: he was. So because I feel like there was at one point. I get it. Was it a friend or something that said like he just could not understand? The plays of football and he would try to run it over and over again he would always get knocked on his ass because he would run the wrong thing go the wrong direction hit the wrong person and they would knock him on his ass so yeah you might be onto something there he probably got knocked around a lot. Because he wasn't very good at it.
3: They can just exacerbate symptoms and bring them on earlier. I mean, there's so much head trauma can do. And it can change your personality, too. Yeah.
0: We're always talking about the frontal lobe. Can't confirm. Injuries
2: (laughs) to the frontal lobe can, uh, they can, the frontal lobe can uh, cause long-term psychosis, Mm -hmm. rage indifferences. It can cause uh, disassociative disorders. It can cause all kinds of things.
0: All kinds of stuff. I like, like that, there, uh,
2: the medical industry is crazy. It's
0: bullshit. Can't yeah.
1: confirm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just insane to me that it like that those things happened. It's like okay, yeah, there's bad people. There's crazy people out there. But then that it happened and was allowed to happen so many over times over and over
0: and over and over that without any repercussions.
1: I just I can't wrap my head around that. But, you know,
3: that. going back to the Percocet, how many even nice doctors have gotten their patients hooked on stuff? Yeah. I mean, like, I,
0: I yeah, sorts a I don't, slippery slope.
1: Most of the time with that, I'm not thinking that they're like, ooh, I wonder what it's going to be like to get them hooked on this. They're, they're not being malicious, yeah. About like it. this just guy being, was.
2: Like, I wonder what would happen if I cut his I, esophagus off. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's I true. had even, also
0: heard that he was writing himself prescriptions. That oh, he, I'm sure he that was. he had stolen a oh, prescription on. pad. Yeah, yeah, I can wrap.
1: I can wrap my head yeah. around that. I can totally, I can absolutely, yeah, someone like abusing their power for that for I mean, sure.
0: But to like maim, <laughs> and yeah, to kill people. That's
1: weird. And that's so weird. I can't wrap my head around people. Yeah. It's so not funny to me that he was a drug user and he
3: uh, he accused that guy of being a drug seeker and wouldn't give him pain That oh, that blows my mind because you know he did not it's fucking think that he was just doing it because like it's he the derived some creepy pleasure out of it. The pot calling
0: the kettle. Yeah, yeah. Well, for Probably sure. in his
1: own mind, he's not an addict. No, no. right? Yeah, yeah, of yeah of course it's transference. That, that
2: yeah. That's transference yeah. for sure.
0: First, yeah. So. So incompetence, I don't think there was incompetence there. He had plenty of training.
3: Yeah, he would have picked up some small skills nothing But how much of it,
2: again, like I said, how much of it did he neglect? Of course he had 15 years, but how much of it did he neglect?
0: And this is something that you and I were talking about the other day. The fact that um, your book knowledge... Versus your practical hands-on experience.
2: It's true. Even I, I can show you pictures of where things are in an ambulance all day. Yeah. Or I could take you down to the truck and let you touch it. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's so much different. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think maybe the fact that he didn't get as much practice. Um, early on in his residency and his fellowship and stuff could have a lot to do with it. He he knew where those things were supposed to be, but he didn't have enough hands-on experience. And then you throw LSD or cocaine or Ritalin or whatever you're taking on top of that. And then you throw in his psychopathy on top of that, disaster all around.
1: Well he didn't want to learn either. No. He had no. that ego from the get go, even yeah. with the football thing. I know right, what so need to he be starts. A neurosurgeon. Yeah, it starts with the ego mm-hmm. and then through his ego he doesn't think he needs to learn, so he doesn't yeah. learn. So then when it comes game time, time to go, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the 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 training and the skills necessary like to do it. He's just relying on, oh I got this natural talent or in his yeah. ego and then yeah. he fails miserably. But that ego won't let him tell himself that he failed and he needs to learn, so it's just he keeps going that way. He He blames it on his anesthesiologist. It's it's everyone else's fault because he is the best. That's
2: why he's He's
0: also not an addict.
1: Uh, And the other people are addicts.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I hope he mops floors Mm -hmm. for the rest Mm -hmm. of his adult life, and I hope that someone else comes along after him and tells him that he missed a spot. (laughs) That happens every day. I hope it just crushes him.
0: So he is currently housed at the OBLS unit outside Huntsville,
2: Texas. If you wanna drop by and throw rocks if at If you, yeah, you wanna
0: throw rocks possible. at him. Bring him a sandwich. Yeah. Cocaine uh, is a helping. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You've reached the end of our episode.
1: All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Join Raven next time on the Sirens Podcast.
5: Do we have an outro? That's our outro, isn't it?